0: Episode 169, welcome to Radical Ladies and Gents, I'm your host Shane Hazel, uh, doing a quick Friday show, I uh, told you guys I was going to try to do some extra shows, uh, some shorter shows but extra shows, and I decided hey man, it's uh, it's time to get on and do something, we got uh, breaking news, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial has been decided, uh, Kyle is going to be a free man. And we're going to talk about the implications of all that. And I appreciate you guys all jumping on here on Twitter spaces. Uh, it is live. If you guys will go out there and share it, uh, with anybody and everybody i want, I want to talk to anybody and everybody who's got opinions on this. I have listened to, uh, some people on, I guess the progressive side And I've listened to some people already, um, out of the black community. I want to talk about a little bit, a little bit of that too, because I, man, I'll tell you, um, I I don't get it and I I feel for the community um, because I don't know it's like it's not only that they're scared but it's like this this can't be applied this isn't this isn't what they're being told it is and it's what they're listening to and they're being told that obviously you know white people are born with a special spoon in their ass, and they can get off for murder and that's obviously not the case uh at this point, so if you guys want to be part of the show, you guys can uh just obviously uh hit me up here, and I will let you in um and we'll we'll have a discussion but uh i I was super happy to see this. I think the implications of uh Rittenhouse walking scot free are going to be resounding in America. This might be kind of that push that we need. Uh, to really start pushing back. Um, you have a right in in this world as a person that is born of flesh and blood and earth to defend your life, liberty, and property. the the first The first right is that you have the right to defend your life, preserve your life at all costs. And that that doesn't come down to a judge or jury or anything else. And I, you know, I'll preface this whole thing, man. If, like if my kid told me. You know, at 17 years old, he was going out with a an AR-15 into a, you know, a, a crowded, hostile space like this. Man, I would have been like, uh no, you're not, man. This is a terrible decision. Take it from somebody who's been in urban combat, who's been in, in around people with, you know, giant crowds around him, man. Like, the, it is, it's a terrible idea. You don't want to put yourself in those situations. Now, if you own a business... Or you own homes, or you own property of any sort in these areas where protests are going on and they are not obviously peaceful protests. If you're burning things, if you're breaking, you know, windows, if you're stealing, if you're if you're depriving people of life, liberty, or property in any aspect whatsoever, your protest isn't peaceful. And from what I can understand, a lot of the reporters who have been on the ground that are at least somewhat tru- truthful about the whole situation have said just that. They arrived in uh, Wisconsin they arrived in Wisconsin that first night, and when they did, the place was on fire. There was nothing peaceful about the protest ever. It wasn't even mostly peaceful. The city blocks and the amount of destruction that was done by these protesters, was in the billions last year 2020 billions people fled cities why because the great and benevolent goddamn government didn't do what they always told you they were there to do and that's protect you right and make everybody safe it's a bunch of nonsense the, the the government's never ever going to 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 keep safety they can't. They're, they're a reactive force. You know, and again, you know, take it from a Marine. They, they, the police are a reactive force and they're supposed, they're supposed to react to what? Violence. They're, they're, they're supposed to react to murder, rape, assault, kidnapping, vandalism, things of that nature. And in this case, they stood down, some young man. Kyle Rittenhouse, decided he was going to go out there and make sure that, you know, I guess maybe his dad's business, which is in the area, was safe. And when push came to shove, I'll tell you what, Kyle Rittenhouse, for, you know, a a guy who's seen some stuff, boy, I don't know that he could have done that situation any better, except for not getting in that situation. But, like, the fact that he dispatched... Two guys at almost damn point blank range was extremely sure of his target, didn't have any negligent discharges, didn't hit any other property or any other people, cleared a malfunction in a matter of seconds, and then dispatched that dude's bicep. I think and and, and then left the scene and then got the hell out of Dodge. Like I am I, I am absolutely flabbergasted that. A young man at 17 years old did that and I've, I've, had, I've done my other shows I'm gonna tell you right now like this kid's gonna have to live with taking those lives for a long time there's nothing glorious about taking life ever right there's there's, there's not it's going to haunt you even if you feel like you were justified in taking those lives you're gonna think about those lives for the rest of your life and as a 17 year old kid this kid's post-traumatic stress is going to be a real issue For a foreseeable future. For a long, long time. But I hope he sleeps a little bit better tonight. Um, the, The worst part is, is I don't think he will. Now... Uh, There's also statements out already by Anthony Huber's family. I think Anthony Huber was the skateboarder that came up and, you know, clobbered uh, or tried to clobber Kyle with a skateboard. His parents released a statement. uh, It's out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, It says we are heartbroken and angry that Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted in his criminal trial for the murder of our son, Anthony Huber. There was no justice today for Anthony or Mr. Rittenhouse's other victims, Joseph Rosenbaum engaged uh, gross Quartz or whatever the hell you say his name. I'm telling you right now, when you try to run down a kid, he is not obliged let you beat the shit out of them and there are I don't know I think there was over 30 people that died last year in all these protests there were people that got brain damage there are people that got stomped to death there are people that got kicked to death there are people that got hit in the head with foreign objects I mean the thing is is Kyle was well within his right to defend himself He's not obliged to let Anthony or Joseph or Gage hurt or kill him. Nobody is. Just because you're out there with a weapon doesn't give anybody the right to do that to you. If you disagree with that, well, I don't know. know, I I think you're probably going to disagree with that until you're in that situation. Until you're in that situation where you have to either use fight or flight. Which, let's face it, Kyle, he was using flight for, for the large majority of the time. Until he couldn't, you know, use flight anymore. And he actually had to turn and defend himself and fight. This idea that, you know, there's no justice for their son. It goes on and says, we did not attend the trial because we could not bear to sit in a courtroom and repeatedly watch videos of our son's murder. Well... Your son tried to, you know, take Kyle out with a skateboard. It's, I mean, seriously, getting hit with a truck or a wheel or 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 the side of a, a board in the temple or in the head, you're that's going to do some damage. Kyle doesn't d- doesn't have to take that from your son. That's assault with a deadly weapon. It's a felony. You know, and that's the thing is like, let's say Kyle, let's say Kyle does get hurt, and he doesn't kill these guys. And they don't kill him. Is it an assault with a deadly weapon then? Probably. You can't press charges against the dead guys. They go on. And because we have been subjected to too many, and they can't even spell two, right? They can't, we've been subjected to too many hurtful and nasty comments in the past year. But we watched the trial closely, hoping it would bring us closure. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Your son trying to hit Kyle across the head. And obviously, it didn't happen, As they, which they go on to say. Today's verdict means there's no accountability for the person who murdered our son. It sends an unacceptable message that armed civilians can show up in any town, incite violence. He didn't incite violence. He responded to violence. He's, he responded to the threats of violence. And then used the danger they have created to justify shooting people in the street. Oh my god I mean I I sort of like the the brain worms that are going on in people's minds right now to try to I don't know to to push this narrative that you don't have the right of self-defense and you don't have the right to defend your property Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna continue with this because I think it's complete complete garbage and obviously I know that they're in a bad place because their son's dead they're never gonna see him again but their son was at a protest. He assaulted a man with a firearm with a deadly weapon, and he got smoked. I mean, that's I don't want to be cold about it, but that's that's the facts of the case. There's there's absolutely, you know, the, the I guess the message in all of this, and what I'm I'm happy to see more than ever, in America is you have the right to defend your life, liberty, and property. From thugs, from vandals, from people that would do damage to your life, liberty, and property. And I, I'll tell you what, if they think they're going to go out and riot, well, <laughs> I think it's ironic. Uh, Kyle's back on the loose. You know, he's probably got his gun back. I mean, and outside of that, there is going to be an entire, I don't know, I don't want to say group, but I think most Americans now are going to take this into their own hands. They're going to take the protection of their life, liberty and property into their own hands with a with a reconstituted vengeance because this system it's failed them over and over and over. After talking to people from places like Portland from, you know, all over Minneapolis, St. Paul, from Atlanta, all over the country, 2020 I mean LA for sure these people that went out and did this kind of damage committed theft and robbery and assault and murder Well, the the government did nothing that shit is probably going to stop right now and it's not because the government's going to stand in the way it's because the government's done nothing and people have seen it do nothing over and over and over again my question is is Why are we still going to pay him? Why are we still going to pay taxes? Why are we still going to let armed thugs with badges from our sheriff's offices and our mayor's offices come to our neighbor's door and demand through force and coercion that we pay them? What do you do? You target peaceful people. You target people for the drug war. You target people for quote unquote speeding. Or reckless driving or not having the proper papers or placards on their cars. You've made enemies out of peaceful people in your communities because you're too damn chicken shit to go out there and stand against the people who are the murderers, the uh, the rapists, the people who will assault their neighbors, who will vandalize their property, who will burn down their property. That's what the american sheriff's departments have become, that's what the american police departments have become. It's be it's what all of the bureaucracy has become. None of them stopped it. None of them. And there are people out there crying right now, this is racist. Because if it was a black guy that did this, it would be a different outcome. I I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I've got um I've got some that are requesting. I'm gonna let, let you see if we can't get you guys in here. The unbeaten BTC. When uh when you're ready, go ahead and take your uh your microphone off mute, and I'll let uh I'll let you come in and say some things. Okay.
1: Yeah, hey, I just got one quick question for you, Shane. Yeah, man. As as a, as a serious contender for governor, and something like this would happen in your state, what would your stance and what would you uh, think about doing?
0: I'll tell you right now, I think the, the answer has always been the people. I think it's it's been the people since the very beginning. The idea that the governors can lock everybody down, and, it, and let's face it, we got locked down because we're in an economic meltdown, which we'll get to here in a little bit. We got locked down because we're in an economic meltdown, not because of COVID-19. The answer for the economy and for Protecting your neighborhoods is always the people you are there now There are not enough police. There are not enough sheriffs. There are not not enough bureaucrats in things like I don't know the FBI the ATF the uh, the, the the state police there are not enough of those people to protect Your life your liberty or your property. So it's the government government. Yeah, uh, I should say the governor who should come out as a chief executive saying that if you screw around with peaceful people, law-abiding people, if you threaten their lives, their liberty or their property, they are well within their right to defend it up into death. Period. And I think that's how you get around this. It's it, I mean, there's a reason the the old saying is an armed society is a polite society is because People naturally don't want to invite risk upon themselves. And these people who went out to, you know, all the different, uh, very destructive protests, violent protests last year, those people didn't feel like there was any risk in those situations because most of them were cowards. When you saw Kyle come through the, uh, the garage parking lot and smoke that one child molester, what happened? Man, they all took off most of the smart ones gone right and it's because then they perceived that there was an actual risk this is what this this is this is what i see all the time in terms of people who think that an unarmed population is a good thing for a country it's not people who are armed to the teeth are very hard targets, and that creates risk for any you know anybody that would be a, a real criminal, somebody that would do real harm against their fellow man. And I don't know for for me, that's that's my response is I can't I can't do enough. The government can never do enough except to empower the people to their rights, and that first right is self preservation. I hope that answers your question. All Josh. right.
1: Thanks. Yeah, that's that's perfect, man. I was I was wondering and uh, about you know, are you still planning on running for governor in twenty twenty two?
0: Yeah, man, that's a plan right now. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's <laughs> there's changing right now. Um, uh, somebody commented the other day that said, "Hey, you know, if you can't be governor, uh, we might get you elected to warlord of Appalachia, stand. So uh <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll see man. I listen, I want, you know, I want peace and everything, but um yeah, I mean the the, the governor's race here in Georgia is a, a, a hot garbage pile right now. Uh I, I have yeah. been out uh making some rounds, uh, been invited to some places. Uh, very conservative places to speak to people, and the reception has been absolutely overwhelmingly positive. Uh, to you know, to speak about the the centralized uh, you know banks, the inflation that's coming, the fact that we've been talking about you know what's coming through Austrian economics for a very very long time. I mean, we're in a moment that. I mean, I wish the LP National was out making hay of it right now, and they're they're obviously sitting on their ass. But we've been talking about this situation for a long time, and it's you know I know you know over time if your your message never changes and it the event never comes, then you lose a little bit of. I don't know. maybe your message becomes diluted, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where over time, as you continue and go down the road, I mean, golly, look at what Ron Paul was saying back in 1988. And then obviously in 2008 and 2012 is like, you guys are just making the forest fire that's coming even greater. The, the, you know, when you don't allow small burns, when you don't allow for, you know, system corrections, for people to say, yeah, you know what, we're we're better off without a a centralized dollar, without a centralized, you know, fractional reserve banking industry. Like, we're going to be better off when this correction happens. And I think that, you know, one of the biggest reasons for all of this, you know, coming undone right now is obviously the economy. You know, the economy is nothing more than a, a, you know, a a word for everybody, um, you know, everybody's livelihood, everybody's jobs. And when, you know, when we push and, and I guess shut down by force and coercion people's livelihoods, their ability to put food on the table, clothes on their backs, keep their, their houses warm, uh, and really just freely move, uh, throughout their life, I mean, you're gonna have really, really big problems. Uh, Havoc, um, you're, you're there, man. If you're, if you want to come off of, uh, mute and, uh, Coming into the conversation, man. Uh, go ahead and make your statement or ask your question either way.
2: Hey, uh, thanks. Um, I just want to make a comment. Like I'm, I live in Harris County, Georgia, and you know, we've been, we've been on like Fox news several times because of ours sheriff. Um, one of the things I was going to bring up that he's done is they have put up, uh, welcome to Harris County signs and beneath it, it will say welcome to Harris County. Um, if you come here to kill somebody, then we, and we don't, uh, people, people here own guns. So we might kill you back or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the actual verbiage was, but it was something along those lines. But, uh, um, I actually know somebody who's a deputy and he told me that, uh, Antifa actually threatened to come here several times and they never show up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's all I wanted to say, but it, it's, I'm thankful living here just because, you know, the, the sheriffs at least recognize the second amendment as far as I'm, as far as I know, but, um, but yeah, that, that,
0: that pretty much it. Hey, I, I appreciate it. It sounds like a very, uh, you know, Georgia thing to to put on a, a road sign coming into a County. And I, you know, I, I think it should probably be done more often is listen, we are absolutely in full recognition as the sheriff's office of our citizens right to protect themselves, which means, you know, I don't care if they're carrying around a peacemaker or a Macmillan, you know, gun, you know, like if they're, if they want to, if they want to roll around with armament and they want to roll around with, you know, all sorts of, you know, very automatic type weapons or, or suppressed weapons. Like, I don't know. In, in 2021, you would think that sheriffs could see the writing on the wall, um, understood that this, you know, this economy and how they get paid and everything, that outside forces have been pushing on them is going to be absolutely destroyed. And, you know, they should probably be making amends with the people in their district to see what's going on, what the people want, what the people are demanding and, and standing for the people that you know are going to, at the end of the day, uh, you know, write a check or, or pay these guys when the system collapses. Because let's face it, I mean, I've been talking to, you know, my sheriff up here, his name's Frank Reynolds, and we've we've got some serious issues that are coming down the pipe right now. You know, the, the, the big issue, uh, obviously, financial collapse is, is coming. Inflation is, is on the way. Um, and with the, you know, with this, I don't know, for lack of a better term, for this setup that's happening by the banks to where they want people's lives to fail in terms of their 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 livelihoods because if they can come in and buy your house your property your business for pennies on the dollar what are they doing they're throwing more assets in into their own column and you know that's what they want they want to put your sheriff's in conflict with your population and And they're going to be, you know, people who are not getting vaccines are going to be pushed out of the market on December 8th. They're going to be pushed out of the market on January 4th. And a lot of them have burned through a lot of the, uh, you know, the savings that they've amassed, uh, not only through inflation, but because their livelihoods have been shut down uh, for the the past, I don't know, almost two years coming up now. Um, Let's see, I've got... Callens of allen uh if you're there man go ahead and unmute and come on in when you're ready
3: hi can you guys hear me gotcha no i was just like a saying i don't know if you guys saw but there are like there's another group right now where it's saying he's guilty af and uh th- some of the stuff that they're talking about like all they're just ranting about uh capitalism and communism and it's legit scary i don't know uh if you guys saw that or
0: yeah, Which, I, I I did this, see it. I, I saw the
3: version is crazy. I wanted to see what they were talking about for a little bit, and it was just wild.
0: It yeah, uh, I, I, I that's what I did right before I popped on here. I was listening to a, a different group with a different opinion on Kyle Rittenhouse, and to hear that, you know, it's it's all race based. I, I mean, listen, I, I'll be the first person to say we need tons and tons. of, of reform like you know nonviolent crime and non-violent criminals need to be a thing of the past those those people who are in cages right now they need to be let go they need to be released there needs to be some apologies made and the people that are persecuting people for things like cannabis or drugs in general or just nonviolent crime like that needs to change it'll make your community safer and I mean this is one of those conversations that, that I've I've been I don't know having for quite some time is you know There are a lot of people who just believe wholeheartedly that melanin in their skin is the, you know, the greatest um, predictor, I guess, of how people are going to treat them. And I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's true. I I think it's 2021. I think, you know, the same country that elected Barack Obama is the same country that elected Donald Trump. I'm not saying that there aren't people with some, you know, some bigotry. And some ignorance in this world, but I'll tell you you know the, the what what that shines through with is the government. You know when we talk about you know criminal justice reform and getting rid of qualified immunity and cash bail and the drug war and all of these things like that's not what Democrats or Republicans are ever going to do it's you know in in terms of urban communities or let's face it, rural communities, we're talking about poor communities. The poor communities are the ones that are targeted by the government, period. And when you've got, you know, communities that are targeted by the government, those communities are going are ultimately going to be enslaved to the government, and if they resist, they're gonna be caged, and if they resist hard, you know, resist hard enough, they're gonna be killed. But uh, yeah, it, it is, it's, it's absolutely crazy to me that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, a, a young white male kills two white males and injures another white male. And this is all of a sudden a, a, a racial issue.
3: And and I just had one other point. Uh, thank you for letting me speak also. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I will say I've been having a lot of headway, though, even on Twitter with talking with people that, about this case. Um, specifically, I don't when they when they're disagreeing, I don't go right away to saying, oh, uh, like, oh, you're wrong because of X, Y and Z. I say, well, what in the evidence? You know, I don't even say, have you been watching the trial? Sometimes I do. But I say, like, what in the evidence do you think uh, suggested, like, it should have came out this way? They'll either block you and then they're not acting in good faith. But when they do respond, then you can respond back. And I've actually been able to convince a couple people, uh, even putting aside by the prosecutorial misconduct, just on the base level of failing, the state failing to meet its burden to proof, you know, the 90 it needs to be 99.99 percent likely than not. Uh, and you can reference OJ, you know, we must acquit. But. Uh, they, they will agree like, oh, yeah, I guess the state technically didn't meet its part even if, with that video evidence because I say, oh, it was grainy and they didn't get the witness to testify, you know, to the uh, – if it happened. So just – I I was able to make headway with that. I don't know if it, that's helpful for anybody else on this one. But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. I hope it gets better. Thanks.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Alan. I appreciate it, man. And a uh, quick question for you if you'll uh, just respond, you know, real quick. Yeah. Have you have you been um, active in these uh, Twitter spaces?
3: Uh, I uh, – to find like active in Twitter space. I mean, I'm, I'm just...
0: do you do you, you uh, kind of hang out in them? Do you do you listen?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your guys, as I've been on a couple times, I follow you know a couple people that are have the little blue check marks here and stuff <laughs> that are pretty you know high up there. So do you, no, I'm just. I'm,
0: do you find I'm them kind of... completely different from actual Twitter? I mean, do you find them like a, a oh, better yeah, place for, for sure. communication?
3: For sure. I was actually just speaking with one of the because uh, you know there are assholes out there that are just saying oh it's it's what it is deal with it and i was saying like uh to the lady who said oh i wasn't talking to you sorry and i said oh yeah it's it's really hard to have these nuanced conversations or these deep conversations with a character you know word count or like yeah. you know a limit it, it's really really hard to have a conversation you know so that i'm actually kind of happy with twitter with doing this and so that's why i was like i'll go listen to what they're saying but they were saying some pretty offensive crap that i don't even like to hear yeah. um but yeah
0: alan well i i appreciate it man and uh you know keep on keeping on out there uh thanks for the input and i'm gonna go over here to brandon uh brandon uh from tennessee or for tennessee 2022 man um go ahead and unmute and come on in when you're ready
1: yeah thanks shane can you hear me okay i got gotcha. you cool so yeah uh I found the Rittenhouse verdict to be a, a huge white pill moment, you know, just upholding the American ideal of self-defense was a big, big thing. And I, I think that's going to shift the culture and conversation going forward. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, is what I was saying earlier uh, in this conversation. I, I think there is a moment now for a lot of Americans to stop, um, you know, worrying so much about defending their life, liberty and property. And, you know, I I don't like that we're in the situation in terms of you know we're we're actively thinking that it's time for Americans to pick up uh, their arms. Listen, you know, like I, I, like I'm a combat vet, man, and I'm telling you, the last thing I want to see is Americans killing Americans. I think it's I think it's just an abhorrent idea. But I I also think that when yeah definitely you, to be avoided yeah when you aggress against people especially peaceful people in peaceful neighborhoods or, or, or peaceful you know businesses where people make their livelihoods that serve those communities I think that and I mean I think you're asking for it you're 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 asking to bring on risk in your life because at some point people are going to have enough of this stuff and this is just nature taking over it's just people saying yeah you know what enough is enough. Like I got to feed my family. You're getting in the way of me feeding my family or you're getting, you know, you're, you're you're actively aggressing against the safety of my family or my neighbor, right? Like we got to live together. And if I let you go, you know, and and destroy my neighbor's house, what's going to prevent you from destroying my house? like the, these kind of things are real conversations these are i mean this is this is you know this is where america's at and and i said it before i think it's because government has been you know shown for the sham that it is where it takes your life liberty and property by force and coercion and then when times get you know a little bit tough or a little bit tricky they run and hide they stand down in terms of protecting the peaceful people they just it's a it's such a grift
1: yeah and it's the, the corporate media and the central bankers really have uh, an incentive to convey policy that way. Like, it's a huge gravy train for them. And then, of course, the politicians get involved and use it to expand their portfolios. So, I mean, I, I'm glad that people are finally starting to wake up and realize that, you know, the, the government and the corporations are not necessarily, you know, on the side of good. They're, they're not benevolent.
0: Yeah. No. No. And they're not only are they not benevolent. I mean, they're they're the goddamn murder cult. I mean, these are the people who sponsor this. You know, this. I don't know. The sanctioned force and coercion against the people. You know, just because you know there are some words that were written on a piece of paper over 240 years ago doesn't mean that you or I contracted with that piece of paper. We never did. I don't. You know, I don't agree that you know, to the constitutional Republic, because I think it's, I think it's a first and foremost, I think it's a lie. We are a post-constitutional Republic. We are way past the government operating within its very narrowly defined constitutional boundaries. Our rights have been absolutely eviscerated um, up until this point that were obviously written down on a a parchment barrier. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't agree to whatever this is, you know, and that's the thing is, if, if we were in a constitutional republic and the constitutional republic actually worked, then I'd probably be like, yeah, all right, you know, not, I, I wouldn't have, you know, major issue with what's going on now, but because we're not, you know, I think everybody in America at this point has the right to think that they probably don't need to hand over any more of their, you know, their money through taxes on, on you know when, it, when it's tax on whether it be property tax uh, whether it's income tax, whether it is you know estate tax or, or capital gains I mean I, th- I think it's I think it's all nonsense because everything that these guys say that they are supposed to be doing, whether it's the FDA, the ATF, the DEA any of these organizations they are they are flying in the face of their own missions and and, and really just I don't know criminalizing peaceful people everywhere.
3: Quickly on that note, I mean, the whole thing with the Wall Street bet thing, we saw how the SEC basically went after – it's like a cop for the – I was explaining to my professor. I'm in law school right now finishing up, and he was basically explaining basically, yeah, no, these institutions are kind of like cops, and everybody was speeding, and they just went after the retailers speeding and not the other hedge funds and stuff like that. Um, In terms of uh, uh, the trust, what you're saying with taxes – uh, start going. Start moving your stuff into tr- trusts, people, because uh, they're trying to change the tax codes to go after you know with the uh, uh, gains tax and um, the sales and n- there's no federal sales, but you know what I mean. Um, and just they're going to tax personally, but that's how these politicians and rich people keep their wealth is they put all of it in trust because the average person does not know about enough about trusts and trust law and trust tax status then you know. Uh, uh, you know, other the, the the common thing is just the federal income. There are some states within the union that are self uh, asset fulfilling uh, um, jurisdictions. I, I can't remember what they are, but the, basically they're like basically Cayman Islands within the state of the U.S. So, but it, but it's legal, obviously. You have to do more research on it yourself and, and talk to an attorney. But just I, I, living this in real time and going to school, you know, it's crazy. So, just want, when you brought that up,
0: thanks, Alan. Appreciate it. My
3: gold and silver too. <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, Red. I saw you come in, man. I, I I cleared you to to speak, man. Whenever you got a second, there, go ahead and unmute, and I'll uh, go ahead and and let you get in here. But yeah, this this whole thing. I mean, if we're not looking at a, a turning point in America, I I, I don't <laughs> know when we will. Go ahead, Red. Hey, I don't feel
4: quite well. Enough. sorry. I was on the phone right now. Said come, stop in Say it's a, it's, uh, it's great to hear. Hey, hey
0: Red, uh we're going to have to I'm going to have to mute you man. It's really broken and uh and and hard to hard to hear. Um if you guys are out there and uh let's see, I've got Emmett Revenue if if you want to go ahead and say something, um you can go ahead as well. Just uh you got to take your uh that little little purple speaker down in the left-hand corner of your screen. You're going to have to hit that uh, to unmute and then uh after that I think I'll clear everybody out of the speakers. Yep.
4: I don't are here quite well. Sorry about that. Uh yeah, like on the factory floor right now it's a little bit chaotic, but uh we're all watching here. It's actually good to see a win on the side of the Justice Department for wants ones actually do with their jobs. It was a hell of a slam dunk. I also saw that the uh you know, supposed to run out of money in this country by the fifteenth, but Maybe they've probably got that one wrong as well. I was saying it's great to have so many people actually well versed and well read on what they speak on. For once, it's uh, it's a decent day in the states for after a long time. Let y'all go.
0: Thanks, Red. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I met Red uh, this this past weekend. We were down at a cigar social in uh, in Columbus, Georgia. Man, I didn't. I smelled like cigar smoke for a couple of days, but, uh, yeah, good, good man. And, uh, I agree, man. It's, it's nice. It's, it, it's good to see, uh, a win for Kyle, uh, which I believe is, you know, a lot of people in the United States right now, uh, we're, we're hoping to see exactly that. And for people, I, you know, this is the thing. And maybe let's, let's talk about this for a second. You know, if you're out there and you're in the urban communities and you know, you're just, you're coming in and you're listening and thinking, Oh my God, you know, This is a absolute win for your communities, black, brown, Asian. I don't care. Like if, if people are coming into your neighborhoods where you're running business and you're running life and they are lighting it up and doing damage, uh, you have the right to defend those properties. I mean, in, in this community, we talk about the rooftop Asians that, you know, when they had the LA riots back in the 1980s. Those guys are still famous within you know this community because those guys, when the cops weren't around, handled their business in their neighborhoods, and they you know their their businesses went mostly unscathed. And that's I mean it's just this fairy tale is finally you know and I say fairy tale it's more like a nightmare, but this uh, this this god awful fairy tale of the centralized DC apparatus type of government is finally being seen for what it is and it's a it's a complete lie you know it's it's been it's been turning into this place that looks more and more like the capital from the hunger games um versus you know what it was it's a you know quote-unquote original intent and obviously if you guys know me uh, I'm, I'm very much an anti-federalist. You know, the anti-federalists were the guys um, like Jefferson, you know, like, like Adams. The, they were, uh, you know, Patrick Henry. Like, they were the guys that wanted independence and fought the crown, but were not on board for a constitutional republic. Absolutely fought it tooth and nail. Um, but the aristocratic combination, what I call the murder cult, the, you know, the combination of the banks the politicians and the elites within the world of industry got together and used force and coercion to centralize power at another level of government another level of bureaucracy another level of tax and for what to centralize power and they i mean they absolutely called it over 244 years ago that they were going to centralize that power that they were going to make states Basically, colonies of DC, and here we are. You know, here we are in a in a moment in America. I think it's I I I can only I can only hope that it is a, a turning point for people. But with the with with that all being said, um the the inflation that's going on right now that the I don't know the president. And all the president's men, including the Federal Reserve, didn't see coming. Do you guys remember back in the day when Bernanke was like, "Yeah, man, nothing to see, nothing's coming. Uh, we will, we're gonna, we're not gonna have any adverse effects on different parts of the economy outside of the housing bubble." And obviously, you know, anybody that knows Austrian economics knows that this is completely and utterly false. Uh, you know, anytime that you start to see economies move, especially. The energy sector, because of inflation, you're going to see, um, you know, the, an inflated money supply affect all things. And when more dollars are chasing um, less and less goods, you, you've got you've got some real, real issues out there. Brandon, I see you came off a of mute, man. You want to say something?
1: Yeah, I just uh, I've been following Austrian economics for a while, and I'm glad to see it so finally starting to pick up steam. I mean, these ideas aren't new. I mean, the great Ron Paul in 2008, 2012 brought these ideas to the front.
0: 1988.
1: But, uh, yeah, even then. Yeah. But uh, it was really after the uh, the 2008 collapse that the corporate media and all of the uh, – The banksters really started to gain control over the internet and the flow of information. And that's kind of what has put us into this tailspin, I think.
0: Brandon, do you think um, the rise of crypto um, has really pushed these people into a rock and a hard spot to where they're, they're going for broke right now and they're making all sorts of mistakes?
1: I think that's absolutely the case. I mean, when you consider Bitcoin as a global phenomenon that can't be controlled by the central banks or by the governments, the only choice that they have is to either turn off the Internet entirely or to try to regulate it to the point of uselessness. Um, You know, they could go for the first, but then, you know, how do they impose a global order? So it's really off the table for them in that regard. So, you know, through regulation and taxation is the way forward for them, but with the rise of uh, distributed information technologies, which are still kind of getting underway. And then the, the layer two and layer three blockchain networks, that'll be uh, kind of built on top of Bitcoin. You know, I, I don't really see them having much success.
0: Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't know at this point that they can stop any of this. Um, and I, I think that's the, you know, the most beautiful thing about all of it is that these guys are, you know, that have been in, positions of power that have abused that power and, and use it to enrich themselves instead of, you know, making sure that, you know, they, they're creating a better world, a better system, uh, you know, using it for charity, opening up all sorts of, you know, avenues, uh, for exactly that. I think, I think that's what's going to come back and finally, you know, bite these guys in the ass. I'm not saying they're going to go broke by any stretch yeah. of the imagination, but at the end of the day, you know, when when push comes to shove, you know, they can't beat it, and that's it's you know, it's it's all it's a numbers game,
1: right? Is because yeah. so go ahead. So my worry at this point, and I don't know if you've seen it, but the uh, the foundation TV show on Apple TV. Yeah, York, man, I actually watch just it. watched
0: the finale last night.
1: Yeah, I, I was I I went in expecting a bunch of woke jargon crap but it's actually been a really really faithful adaptation so far i mean certain points have changed of course because you have to do that for you know tv but i think the the basics of the show were are reflecting the book very well yeah i I think that's something that we need to look at you know humans need to take a longer-term view and you know having a uh, an open foundation of Technology and communications and exchange, I think, is going to be something that we need to prepare early uh, to extend through the third millennium. Uh, these 25th, 20th century ideas of central banking, war, and, and oppression, that they simply can't continue anymore, or humanity is going to have a, a very dark time ahead of us.
0: Yeah, I, I think we're through the war, debt, and enslavement. Um, you know, I think we, we've seen enough. And I, I think we're, we're, I think this is a course correction. I think we're seeing uh, the change in real time. And I mean, what an amazing point to be alive. I mean, we, I think we're honestly shifting from like being cavemen, right, into something different. And if we, um, can, if we can get it right, uh, you know, the, I, the, the sky's the limit for the species at this point. You know, if we're, if we're putting our principle and culture, uh, you know, in, in things like peace and liberty and consent, uh, and in free markets, there's no. Absolutely. I mean, th- I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm never. I mean, there's always going to be people who uh, feel justified in, in doing violence against other people. But I think there. They I think they've always been the minimum. Uh, you know, the the absolute you know smallest part of society. You know, the psychopaths and the sociopaths. Um, and this technology through blockchain and Bitcoin, especially removes the incentive to do harm against your fellow man because even if you do there's not any reward in it and i I think that's probably the most amazing thing but man brand i appreciate it uh i've got shannon bray the great shannon bray uh here uh go ahead and unmute man and uh welcome how are you thanks brother how you been i'm good man
5: Uh, hey i i love i love the topic i love seeing you on spaces by the way um and you know i'm I'm a, such a big fan of Shane. Everyone, I listen to him all the time. There's your plug. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he, but I, I, the best thing about Shane's show is the intro, man. I put that on and I'm just hyped for my day. And I might listen to the rest of the show later. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also go
0: back and uh, put it on. Put it on a track and throw the intro in with it.
5: Yes. Um, but uh, speaking on the uh, the infrastructure law now, unfortunately. Um, one thing I want to remind everybody is that doesn't go into effect till 2024. So as a liberty thinker and liberty people, as many of you are just independent people, um, and most people in blockchain are really looking for that decentralized experience, whether it's in their financial or in their entire lives. But so those laws are going to go into effect at 2024. And they're mostly going after the exchanges, but gives the, the industry and the IRS the hooks to come after all of us. So the next move we have to make, right, you, for the 2022 election, you, we have to replace everybody in the House and the Senate, period. Because everyone who just passed that law just put those hooks into the crypto market. And we have to get crypto friendly representatives in there. Now, I know by and large, when people say, well, how do we know? Well, the first thing I'm going to start telling people is look for the L, because I don't know any libertarian who is going to support um, the, the crypto tax laws, the way they're written. But there's a lot of Republicans and Democrats that do not understand blockchain. And right now they're looking at it as a currency, um, but they're failing to understand that the power of blockchain with like NFTs, that this is gonna be our, our house deeds and our card deeds and everything is gonna be blockchain. And they're so greedy trying to pay for Biden's broke America plan that you know they're coming in at us taking money from the retail investor. So um, that, that was kind of really when I kind of wanted to pop in and say uh, I think my messaging for and for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm, I'm running for the U.S. Senate in 2022 in the state of North Carolina. Um, but my entire platform now is is pretty much um, on crypto because everyone knows. That I'm already a fan of Liberty, but I think cryptocurrency and the way that Biden is breaking America is actually going to drive people to, um, uh, to to the independent thinking. I think this is probably the sweet spot for the libertarian party.
0: Shannon. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree at all. And I, you know, maybe the one thing I will say is I kind of get to the point where I hope that the, 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 the DC is just irrelevant. You know, it's, I don't know that we're ever going to change these bought and paid for, you know, bought by the the centralized bankers and and their buddies. I don't think we're ever going to trade them out for anything better. What I think is going to happen is over time, people are going to realize that they're going to have to take care of things at their local level. They're going to have to take, you know, things at their city and their County level, maybe within, you know, a small geographical region um, and I think you know, for the most part, everybody's going to get along. But it, you know, the the idea that I, I think we can swap them out is, you know, a, 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 I don't know, it's going to be very, very difficult. Uh, I'm not saying it can't be done. You know, I'm not saying it can't be done, but I'm saying you're you're absolutely right. Is you know, in a time where um, you know we've got an opportunity to correct from a you know a fractional reserve banking system that you know just issues fiat like it's toilet paper. Um, into a you know a fixed you know system like Bitcoin, um, I, I think it's an, an absolute no-brainer. And I wanted to also uh, take a second, you know, maybe some people aren't you know spun up on on what uh, you know Bitcoin is and and how it is immutable. Uh, the the idea that these guys from the you know guys and girls from the government think that they're going to be able to tax this. Um, you know, it's going to be extremely ridiculous because will they get some exchanges? Sure. But the thing is, is there's going to be anonymous ex- exchanges that pop up out there. Um, there are obviously people who hold uh, tons of Bitcoin in, in cold wallets and things like that. And when they don't understand how much anybody has or where it is, the incentive also to s- take it or use force And coercion to take it, it immediately evaporates. They, you know, if unless they've got your your seed words or your keys um, to your cold wallet, then the it's a non-starter to threaten somebody to say you're gonna, you know, give us this much money uh, based on an amount that they don't know. I'm not saying that you know in some of the more public. Uh, exchanges and things like, you know, Coinbase or something like that. But I'm saying that there's a lot of tech that's moving too quickly for these dinosaurs. Uh, And I think in the long run, it just spells, you know, freedom and decentralization and the collapse of empires all over the world.
5: Just to keep on that topic, uh, the United States and a lot of other people, places and things use a technique called dusting. Um, and uh, a lot of people get that attack confused, but what that really is, is they'll put a small amount into your wallet, And when you interact with it, um, they trace where that goes and then they'll trace where that goes. And the whole thing is to use AI from the government level, right? There, there's a malicious sites too, but to use the AI to find out who you are, how many wallets you have and where all this stuff is. So one of the things that I've learned over the last week, as I was looking into this is um, you know, once you get a wallet that's dusted, you may want to move. If you're on an exchange, right? If not, you're, you you want to move everything for like your Bitcoin, your ETH, and all of that into a hardware wallet. Um, and there's some really cool ones like Arculus, right, where you can still trade almost right out of the wallet. Um, that is going to be where I think we all have to be because the federal government's going to come down on the exchanges so hard. Um, that we're gonna have to use like the uniswaps and all of that to stay under the radar. And then another thing I wanted to mention out the bounce after is I just saw this thing on Hillary Clinton um this morning and I tweeted out. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that?
0: I, I think I did see it where she's talking about how uh crypto is gonna destabilize uh you know the, the dollar. The world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's too late, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Gonna? It's already done it. I mean, look at it. You know, I, and and by the way, I don't know. I haven't looked at it in the in the past uh, couple hours, but you know, good time to you know. Here's the thing: is it's never a bad time to get in. Uh, you know, right now, especially with Bitcoin, and I'm I'm kind of a, you know a, a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, it, it it's it's early, right? Like you're looking at a a, a money that's not going to be even fully what mined and recognized until uh, 2140 something. Right. And, and so, you know, the doubling, uh, effect of, of Bitcoin is one of those things where I, I don't think people will even realize exactly what it is or how it is or what it's going to be, uh, within the next five, 10, 15 years. I mean, it's super, super early. So anyway, um, what are we at about 53 minutes right now? Um, hey, brother, I got a drop. I got another space to have to go on. It was nice talking
5: to you. I'll Shannon, to you always time.
0: good talking to you, brother. Thank you, man. Take care. All right, so if anybody else wants to get in here, um, try to go about an hour, which is only about six more minutes. So if you want to get in, uh, go ahead and uh, try to get my attention requests. And if not, then uh, I'll probably get into to closing it out here pretty soon. I want to say hello to a few of you guys out there that I, I, I've known Um for a long time, Michael Rufo's in here, man. He's an absolutely amazing guy. Um, he has been a, a big push up in uh, the New Jersey area for pushing liberty. Um, Kate uh, is a newly uh, mayor elect in Pennsylvania. Uh, we're going to be working on a lot of the Helios uh, projects through. Through her office, I hope here in the uh, the very near future, uh, and I'm I'm telling you, like I'm I'm excited. If you guys don't know about the Helios Initiative, it's on my website. Uh, it's a it, we've got our first wins uh, in the books already. Uh, we've we're starting to uh, push more and more uh, here in Cherokee County within the the different cities and with uh, the the mayors and the the sheriff here. Uh, but it's basically an effort to decentralize, nullify, and localize uh, government so that it is absolutely working for you. So, uh, big ups to Kate, uh, typo, my boy, uh, man, I'll tell you what, uh, good to see you in here, man. I hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you for making me laugh. Uh, even, uh, when we're not face to face or having a podcast, I mean, if you guys don't know uh, typo, he runs, uh, or is the, I guess the co-host uh, half of biting the bullet. Um, And uh, absolutely great guy. Him and Luke uh, both run Biting the Bullet, and they are absolutely awesome. I'm I'm trying to recruit them down to uh, the North Georgia area, as is uh, I am with anybody else who is liberty-minded. If you're liberty-minded and you're looking for a place to go and you're looking at relocating, let me introduce you to Cherokee County. I am trying to build an absolute army up here of people who will not um, bargain, who will not uh, sell out. Who will stand their ground and demand uh, freedom, life, liberty, and property for not only themselves uh, but also their neighbors? So, um, Aaron, I see you out there, man. Uh, Aaron's been with me from the the very beginning, um, and he is, you know, undoubtedly one of the most I don't know awesome guys I've I've ever had uh, in the audience. So, thank you, Aaron, for everything you do. Uh, I got Matt from uh, from Matt Harkey uh, he's another guy pushing Liberty in New Jersey um, I know you guys have had enough up there but uh, big ups to Matt and um, uh, photosynthesis Maximus Willy uh, I, I I've seen your face a million times out there uh, who else do I have I've got most uh, miss most dope thank you for all the support Frankie is in here holy cow look at this place this is exploding with people from New Jersey. Um, Frankie and Matt and, um, and Michael, man, you guys all, I mean, these guys have changed things up in New Jersey. I'm not saying it's free, but I'm telling you, uh, these guys are absolutely kicking ass up there because they get together, they have a good time, they fellowship, they talk about liberty stuff, and they take action. You know, whether it's through uh, going out and doing things or taking uh, measures to to do charity within their you know their local areas. I mean, that's what we're all about in, in libertarianism. Um, and if I missed anybody else on here, guys, I'm uh, I'm absolutely thrilled and happy to be doing this with you guys. I, d- I don't know um what's um, and Michael is requesting. Hold on, man. Let me get you in here, Mike. Two seconds, ladies and gents. Michael Rufo. As soon as he comes off mute, what's
4: what's going on, Shane? Um, what's happening? Thank you. I just want to thank you for shouting everyone out from Jersey, and um, I just I'm gonna throw it out there, and nobody's really said anything about it yet, and I'm gonna say it anyway. But uh, we're actually working on something huge right now in New Jersey. So uh, keep your eyes open for my, on my account, on Matt's account, and on Frankie's account. So if you want to follow us and you're interested in making sure New Jersey actually changes, uh, do us a favor and just hit us a follow. I'm not going to say the name of what we're changing or what we're doing right now, but it's going to be very obvious within the next 24 hours what's about to happen in New Jersey. So if uh, – you guys just give us a follow and help us out and help us spread what we're trying to do here in jersey we are about to shake things up pretty big
0: i'm intrigued um when you're ready to push it let me know man i'd love to have you guys on the show i mean that's the thing if if all you guys want to come on uh matt frankie mike i mean if you guys all want to come on um send me a dm here we can organize it and maybe push it out uh sometime early next week if that's uh what you guys are looking to do
4: Absolutely, I, I appreciate you so much, Shane. You are you are a titan amongst men. I love and, you, man. Uh, thank, thank you very much, dude. We will uh, we'll, we'll be talking real soon. Thanks, brother.
0: All right, brother. Peace. Later. All right, ladies and gents, I think uh, we are running up on an hour. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I appreciate all of you guys that have contributed. I appreciate everybody that's going out there and kicking ass right now. As as liberty lovers, I don't care left, right, center. uh, I don't think you're left, but probably uh, at least you know recovering GOP, maybe recovering DNC people, uh, my libertarians, my ANCAPs, people who absolutely will not be put in a box. Whoever you are, like it doesn't matter. Keep messaging the way you message. uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting for liberty. I mean, we've seen today, like today was a giant win for people. Uh, their life, liberty, and property, and the defense of that, um, get ready. I mean, that's the thing is get ready, push towards independence in your own life, uh, educate people in your own neighborhood, start pushing back against the sheriffs and the mayors, start getting local, decentralized, and nullify as much of this nonsense as you can, and start looking to the future. Start, you know, understand.
5: Um, Don't hurt people and don't take their steps.